You're listening to the Remote Work Productivity and Lifestyle Podcast, the show to hear tips and tricks about staying productive and having an awesome lifestyle as a remote worker. Proudly presented by Remote Compass and WorldPodcasts.com. Now let's welcome your host, Alan Kaig. Alrighty, folks. This is your host, Alan of RemoteCompass.com, and today we are chatting with Ksenia of Planable, an app that I use and love. Um, Ksenia, great to have you with us today. Thank you so much, Alan, for having me on the show. Great stuff. Can you share a little bit about yourself um, and the business, your story in general? Yeah, 100%. So I'm the CEO and co-founder of Planable, which is a collaboration platform for social media teams to work together on content for platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So we basically, our product helps marketers uh, to better align and better coordinate what their social media output is going to look like. And I have started this company together with my uh, co-founders about Five years ago, mm. uh, it's already been, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Um, and before that, I had a social media marketing agency. So I was uh, the ideal customer of, uh, of Planable. And that's, you know, kind of how I discovered the problem and the challenge that we're currently solving at Planable, the entire uh, operations and the entire back and forth that happens in social media teams when they create content and collaborate con- on, on content and review it before it goes live. Um, and, you know, discovering that problem back then in my um, in my agency life, that ultimately led me to uh, starting Planable. I see. So you're the um, yep. uh, ideal customer. It's uh, based on firsthand experience. Exactly. You know, trying to scratching your own itch type of thing where you try to solve a problem for yourself and then um, you discover that there's a, a market that is huge out there and that you're not, the, you're not lonely, you know, you're not the only one struggling with that issue and, you know, you're um, trying to solve it for, for the entire industry. In terms of remote, how, how are your um, client relationships like? Were they mostly uh, local? Uh, how often did you see each other? Not at all. In terms of client, uh, in terms of client uh, relationship, it's all remote. Mm. I would say a hundred percent remote. Um, maybe I've seen, uh, like physically seen, not over Zoom, but uh, maybe I've physically seen and met. I would say, you know, a dozen maximum of our customers, and we have, um, you know, uh, at least a thousand. Um, wow. so it's usually, yeah, uh, the team being based in, uh, in Eastern Europe and most of our customers being based in, uh, in the Western, uh, you know, world and in the U S uh, Canada, um, in the UK, uh, it, you know, it makes a lot of sense for us to keep those, those relationships, uh, remote. And that's, you know, how we've been doing it for the past couple of years. That's a big operation. I'm kind of surprised when we say marketing agency, it's usually working with clients, but with a thousand, that's definitely qualified as customers rather than clients. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. Pre- pretty healthy scale. So you are able to find a repeatable way to generate new client relationships online? Yeah, um, yeah, it's been a while until uh, we managed to find that product market fit uh, with Planable. It wasn't really easy in the beginning. 
we started with agencies in mind because that's, you know, where my background and my co-founder's backgrounds were. Uh, we worked in ad agencies before. I had my own agency before. So we knew that profile very well. So we developed the product with social media agencies in mind first. And then we realized that, hey, you know, um, first of all, there's this trend of social media becoming, you know, more more and more brands are taking it in-house. And also, uh, there's so many, you know, small, medium-sized brands that are doing social media for themselves and can't afford working with an agency. And they definitely need some kind of tool to organize themselves and to coordinate all of that stuff. Uh, so the product has, you know, has developed uh, more and more. And uh, we managed to find a way of getting to all of those customers and to all of those different profiles just through content marketing. Um, you know, we have developed a strong brand in terms of, you know, uh, thought leadership, de delivering value. We have a very, very strong blog where we answer to a lot of questions that people in, in this space have. Uh, so, you know, just by building that, you know, content and that value to our audience, I think we managed to attract um, a lot of, you know, a lot of customers and a lot of prospects along the way. Yes, we did try, you know, things like more, more traditional things like um, conferences and direct sales. But I think that the content machine that we have built, that has brought the most, uh, the most revenue to us, uh, for sure. Sweet. Can you share with folks yeah. what your um, team configuration is like uh, in terms of uh, yeah. remote? Uh, what's the structure? Yeah, sure. So we have, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, we're uh, fully based in Eastern Europe, um, and we have two teams: uh, one in uh, in uh, Bucharest, where I'm currently calling from, uh, Bucharest, Romania, and um, here we're in charge of everything commercially. Uh, support, uh, sales, uh, marketing, content, PR, all of that. And then we have a different office uh, based in my home country, uh, Moldova. And um, the team there is in charge of uh, engineering and product and uh, quality assurance and just developing the app uh, uh, further. Uh, so that's kind of the configuration that we currently have. Uh, two different offices, uh, but, you know, uh, luckily in the same time zone. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so there's a lot of uh, coordination, I imagine, between the two different offices. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, we have a lot of tools to bring us closer together. Um, before the uh, pandemic, we were doing a lot of um, events. We were meeting, you know, we were alternating, you know, meeting in the two countries. Ooh. Uh, but we had, you know, every quarter we had something live where we could work together at least a week quarter. We were getting, you know, all together in the same place so we can, you know, brainstorm, have workshops and just, you know, team bond. Now that's not that, you know, that that's not possible anymore. So we're trying to um, simulate that and, you know, in a more online, uh, more digital remote way. It's not the same. It doesn't feel the same. But yeah, we're making it work. What are some uh, things that you've explored so far? Any thoughts on how to bring back that sort of human contact between the two teams? Yeah, so if before we had that, 
you know, entire week where we were getting together, we discovered that that doesn't work that well, you know, online, being glued to your laptop and to your Zoom a week, <laughs> an entire week is <laughs> so, so tiring. So we're trying to break it up, you know, we have like breaks between those days. So it doesn't, it doesn't last as long as it was before. And then we're trying to do a lot more uh, team building activities online, you know, playing games together, having all kinds of um, you know, fun activities and sharing them between the offices that that helps a lot. Uh, it's not the same experience, but um, yeah, you gotta try. You gotta make something. Yeah. Yeah. How about your coordination with um, customers? I imagine those Ooh. are wildly different time zones. Um, yeah. Uh, can you tell us more about how you do uh, sales support? Uh, maybe asynchronous communication through self-service yeah. documentations and stuff? Yeah, sure. Uh, so our support system is very well set up since when, you know, we've been working um, at it for, for a while. Um, so there's multiple ways uh, through, through which we actually offer support to our customers. First of all, um, it's our, our help center, which is extremely well documented. So we have you know, dozens and dozens of articles that describe any kind of issues or any kind of um, any kind of activities or tasks or jobs to be done and planable. So if you need to get started, if you need to onboard yourself, there's plenty of information in our help center for our customers to take advantage of. And then if they don't have, you know, if any of those articles don't answer to their questions, we also have a, a support, uh, a chat support. Um, and there, you know, we try to cover as much time zones as possible. And, you know, if there's any urgency that happens in the evening, we're a startup, so we're very flexible. We sometimes answer to questions to our customers at 10 p.m. <laughs> our time, uh, you know, so that's that's the advantage of being a startup. You can afford a bit more flexibility than a, a nine to five job. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the intercom, um, um, a chat support that we're using is super helpful because it really offers a way of talking in real time to our customers as compared to over email, right? So it, it gives us a bit, it makes us, and I think our customers as well feel more connected and closer to us just because of this real timeness, uh, that the chat offers. And it also is. Uh, it also has uh, some other functionalities that help us a lot. Uh, offer support to our customers in a in a, a non real time uh, in an asynchronous way, uh, where you know if uh, if we're not live at that particular moment, the chat support um, the bot uh, you know suggests answers from our um, from our help center, so that you know people can discover the help center as well and maybe find their answer. Uh, you know, there uh, in the meanwhile until we, you know, we get back to them. Um, and, you know, for more enterprise customers, we also offer uh, support over email. So a bit more, you know, a bit more personalized, a bit more hands-on. We send them updates. We give them advice on uh, how they could potentially better use Planable. So we, you know, we take a look at their activity and we find insights, you know, wow. maybe particular features that they haven't really discovered and they haven't really, you know, used. So we suggest, you know, maybe you could do that differently from how you're doing it uh, right now. So, yeah, it's a, it's a variety of customer success uh, programs that we have running. Um, and, 
yeah, that that's one of the regions that we're you know we invested quite a lot, considering that it's a wide range of profiles of customers, and also it's a it's quite a a big customer base. So managing it uh, while you're scaling it mm-hmm. is tricky. So that's you know uh, why we really you know uh, took time and energy to to really develop all those programs. Yeah, it means a lot to find the sort of sweet spot between having all the right answers versus making your chat support available. Um, maybe yeah. you're monitoring uh, the proportion of questions that are answered on someone's um, own effort going through the support docs versus having to yeah. ping support. Um, and maybe there's a point where you're okay with getting your support ping just to um, encourage uh, customer retention. And I really admire what you're doing in terms of a white glove sort of enterprise um, experience where you look into features that you can recommend. I can see how that will help reduce churn or maybe encourage them to add more seats to their account. Yeah, uh, definitely. And, uh, you know, that that's one thing. And then the other is that we keep them very, very updated with what's coming. Uh, so we give them kind of like a sneak peek of um, the features that we're currently working on that might be relevant for them. So we, we, you know, really keep them updated with our product roadmap. But really anyone, any user of Planable can actually contribute and influence our product roadmap. Uh, we have a list of features that people have recommended, and if you, you know, if one user uh, is interested in something, they can suggest a different feature. So it's kind of like a very interactive list of features that people can upvote and um, give more details and suggest, and you know, give feedback to us. And we really, really take a close look to that product roadmap, and it, it definitely influences what we build in the future because you know you've got to be focused on your customers. And you have to make sure that you build something that they will love. Yeah, I was just sharing with Cassini online how uh, offline how I'm happy about this new feature, which is CSV upload. And interestingly, I got two or three email pings about it. One, because I'm following the uh, public roadmap tracker. And another, yeah. as yeah. a customer, as part of the general newsletter. So we feel like yeah. insiders. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good to hear. I'm I'm happy to hear that. And uh, they they appeared at the same time. So wow, um, I, I'm like part of the internal team. Plus, there's a very timely sort of customer email as well. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think um, uh, we've gone through uh, how you collaborate remotely as a team, and then how you as Planable communicate with your clients. Have you noticed patterns in terms of remote collaboration for your for your customers um, during the lockdowns and all that kind of stuff? Uh, were there differences in planable use cases now that more folks are probably uh, working mm-hmm. um, from home versus from their yeah. offices? So we've seen an increase in the planable activity. So not only more um, more users coming to the platform, mm. 
but also the customers that we already had before the pandemic, we've seen an increase in their usage of the platform. Uh, so that, you know, really signals that people find it, you know, in this times and this difficult work from home and remote times for some of the people that weren't, you know, working remotely and that weren't, you know, accustomed to this way. The product has really come very, very handy. It was really helpful for them. Um, that's one thing that we noticed. And then in terms of like uh, <clears throat> industry, we've noticed more and more um, <clears throat> companies in the uh, university industry uh, being more active and coming, you know, more to planable. Um, um, so we've seen an increase in customers in that space. Uh, and that maybe might um, might make a lot of sense, you know, considering that universities are those uh, are those types of organizations that have, you know, fully gone, uh, you know, remote, and they, yeah. you know, they also need to be able to keep in touch with their uh, with their communities, with their students. So I've seen that more and more, you know, um, universities have invested, um, you know, higher ed education generally, you know, school. Uh, and education industry have invested a lot in social media, and we've seen that through an increase in uh, the number of customers in that space uh, and, and planable. So, yeah. Does this sort of influence your product roadmap, like more coordination and communication fe features within the product? So, yes, we have uh, tried, you know, investing more and more in, uh, in collaboration features specifically. Uh, so um, that definitely influences our our roadmap a little bit, uh, but then at the same time, because of the increase of users, we've seen more and more requests in terms of channels, new channels to add to Planable, and we've you know we've already made progress on that side. Uh, we have already um, added Google My Business, uh, which is you know for local businesses mostly. Um, that uh, needed this uh, this type of platform quite a lot to promote themselves locally, and then um, we've seen uh, a big increase in uh, requests for YouTube, and that's again something that we're uh, you know it's a sneak peek. I'm uh, uh, <laughs> giving you the insider look on on our product roadmap, but that's again something that we're uh, currently planning to work on. Excellent. So in general, yeah. um, there are more users uh, who are moving to this kind of uh, product. Perhaps um, uh, education industries are taking social more seriously than before and yeah. existing um, users, existing customers. They spend more time perhaps managing their social media and or because um, they're not anymore right beside each other drafting posts and maybe showing their laptops to their colleague for approval. They tend to use the product exactly. features a little more often. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, Kasinga, can you share with us uh, what has your work taught you about remote that everybody should not overlook? Hmm. Um. I mean, I think my work, uh, but also the pandemic and uh, planable generally, uh, has taught me how important it is when you're working remotely to stay connected uh, with everyone. Uh, so really, potentially even, you know, I would say over communicating mm. with, uh, with your team, uh, because you're not in the office where, you know, people 
uh, can see you. Communication is, you know, more important and more vital when you're working remotely. So, you know, being able to communicate frequently, to check in with people, you know, over phone calls or just, you know, a Slack chat, uh, you know, any kind of, um, you know, more sensory, I would say, uh, interactions with people that give you a way of like seeing them, but also, you know, hearing them. Um, it really, you know, helps fight isolation when it comes to uh, when it comes to um, remote work. So, you know, that's that's I would say the first thing that I, I learned at the beginning of the work from home period, but also, you know, throughout Planable, um, over communicating and like always staying in touch <clears throat> with your team is 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 crucial. Excellent. So over communicating, um, um, messaging, um, getting on calls as often as required, plus uh, a multi-sensory kind of experience in a way that if you can afford it, show up on camera, um, uh, be heard by doing a phone call or maybe sending a video rather than um, merely sending text exactly. messages. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Great stuff, Cassinia. Um, can you share with us where uh, folks can find yourself and more information about the business? Yes, 100%. So if you want to check out Planable, you can go to our website, uh, planable.io, P-L-A-N-A-B-L-E.io. And if you want to connect with me, feel free to just send me a connection request on LinkedIn. Let me know that you heard me on this, on this podcast. And uh, yeah, I'd be happy to, to chat with you. Excellent. Thanks, Christina. Thank you, Hadala. Thanks for listening to the Remote Work Productivity and Lifestyle Podcast. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss any of our upcoming or prior episodes. This show is presented by Remote Compass and WorldPodcasts.com.